0: Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. Friendship, fellowship, motherhood, and everything in between. Welcome to the hood.
1: Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast, episode three. Yeah.
0: So this episode is going to be about
1: expectations.
0: Expectations affect us all. Yes. Negatively and positively. Sometimes positively. I hope they do. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So I want to talk about expectations. First and foremost, I want to talk about ourselves, our expectations of ourselves. Women put such impossible expectations on themselves. Yes. Such impossible expectations. And I, I don't know if that's just like something that's bred in us or we're just like raised that way. I don't know where that comes from, but I don't know. I don't have a single friend who doesn't live with Sometimes outlandish expectations. I remember my mom talking
1: about how her mom lived and all of the things that her mom did. Her mom was a stay-at-home mom. She had six kids. She took care of everything. The house was Mm -hmm. immaculate. Mm -hmm. She made fresh bread and baked goods and all of these things. Yes. And my mom was a fantastic stay-at-home mom. But she didn't do. You some mean you of those didn't have events. fresh bread as a child? We didn't always have fresh oh bread. Oh my gosh! No. We had a little <laughs> bit of store bought stuff,
0: but it was still. You great. know what? That's okay. But I mean, you're so right. Task master. Absolutely, that, that is women. We are task masters, and I think that that's something that we put on ourselves, but also people label us that way, and that has been just like. From society and just social media, especially here lately because the like homesteader, organic, crunchy, may may I say crunchy, like whole persona is really kind of like hip and on and popular right now. And so women are trying new things they've never tried before, like homemade bread and, you know, growing, growing everything themselves. And, but it's, can also become very, very stressful. Yes, trying to do it all. Personality has a lot to do with it too. I personally am
1: someone who holds myself yes. to an impossible standard. Yes, in everyday ways, but also in things that I aspire to do, things that I think I should have already like done. Like what? What are some of your expectations of yourself? Let's talk about my kids. I was just to I... bring that up. <laughs> I have my three kids. Um, I think when D, my oldest, was a baby, I started putting him in, like, matching top and bottom pajamas. (laughs) I am obsessed with Burt's Bees for some reason. The quality, it's wonderful. But I would put him in matching top and bottom, and then I had C, my two-year-old, and I... Also had to put him in matching right. you, top you and bottom. You to maintain that. Mm-hmm. And then I had B, the baby, and I also put her in matching top and bottoms. But it's something that every night my kids have a new pair of pajamas. Yes. Which makes for a lot of laundry. A ton of laundry. Yes. And... Then, because the laundry wasn't moving as quickly, then I wasn't able to get all that done. Then it was piling up. Then I was feeling like the expectation on me was that I was somehow supposed to take care of three, three and under, while getting all of the household laundry for all five of us done every
0: single day. When in reality, you were actually causing the laundry issue. Yes! Yes! And
1: I didn't realize until a couple of weeks ago, the expectation I put on myself was that When laundry is done, it needed to be put away, and for a number of weeks, I'm not going to say how many weeks, but a number of weeks, there were piles and piles (laughs) and piles in my laundry room, and we were living out of them, and I was so down on myself and so hard on myself because
0: we were living, we were laundry pile people. Yes, but, Kareth, there are women listening to this podcast right now, shaking their head in agreeance that we live out of laundry piles. Everybody does that. That is nothing to be ashamed of. Oh. And you, do you know how many times I restart the washing machine? Because I will just stick my nose in and be like, oh, that, that doesn't Disgusting. smell great. <laughs> that needs to be washed again. And then I feel so good because I've accomplished yet another load of laundry just by pressing the button. And let's be
1: real here. <laughs> I had a very excellent example of a father. So when yes. I got married... I imagined my husband, who is wonderful in and of himself, yes. but very, very different from my father, Yes, I expected certain things that my dad did very naturally for Jonathan to also do. Honestly, I expected him to, like after we had kids, to come home and
0: to play with the children and right. do all this Okay, case. let me just stop you there because I think that specifically expectations Little girls, we grow up and we watch these movies of TV and these dads just come home, honey, I'm home, and they set down their briefcase and they roll on the floor with the kiddos and moms in the kitchen cooking dinner. That sets the tone for our expectations. Who, who has
1: not seen a rom-com
0: Yes, where you are
1: matched up with this amazing man and he sweeps you off your feet yes. and packs picnic lunches <laughs> and every romantic thing that you've ever wanted? Because as women, I think, or maybe just me... I am a hopeless romantic. I absolutely love love. Anyone who has ever met me knows that that might even be my catchphrase, that I love love. I imagined that what I saw in a movie was going to be what my real life husband relationship was. Not that it's
0: wrong. It's just different from those things. Right. So your expectation at times has led you to disappointment. Absolutely, yes. so
1: much disappointment. Yes. And that's not fair for myself. It's not fair for my husband. It's not fair for my children because there is so much riding
0: on everyday things, like things that I shouldn't have expectations for. Well, expectations of others. William Shakespeare said, expectations always lead to heartache or something like Ew, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's so true because when I got married, something Josh and I did... Was we came to an agreement. We delegated household chores. Who would do what? And yeah. I think that that really helped yes. with our expectations. Yes. Instead of just kind of assuming that the other person would just do it all, because at the time we were both working full time. When we were, he was working retail, and so like we were kind of on opposite schedules. I would do the laundry, and he would do the dishes. And that was ten years ago, and we still do it that way. Yeah. I mean, I'm. When I to... got here tonight, he Josh was, was doing literally the doing the dishes. Yes, because that is. That is my expectation of him, but he knows that. And so he it's not like a huge stress for him. Yeah. And so my you know, the laundry, yes, is my responsibility, but there's been plenty of times where the laundry I'm like, you know what, it's clean, it's it's there, it's ready for you to wear. It's just not put away. Yeah. Arguments can come from expectations. Oh, absolutely,
1: because it is something that for you it is weighing so heavy on you. Yes. And then you come into a very unsuspecting someone else, whether that's your husband or maybe you don't have a husband. Maybe it's just a friend or it's your or coworker or a co-worker and they're coming in just trying to do their thing, not realizing that you had preset expectations in your head of an interaction, a conversation, a task that was supposed to be done. And I was actually reading um, a couple of different things, but one of the quotes that I read was expectations, specifically unrealistic expectations, are resentment just waiting to happen.
0: Oh my gosh, so much resentment. Yes. And why? Because you expected something. You, you've you made up this, this... Fanciful idea of yes, what was going to happen. Fantasy in your yes. head that what was going to happen. I actually read an article about an expectation where... She was on her way home and thinking of this fabulous date night when she gets a text from her husband that says, I am going after work to have a drink with guys. And she was so angry and so mad. And that just, you know, argument ensued. But really, when you take a step back, the realization of, I'm not mad at this person. I'm mad about my expectation, my unmet expectation. Having
1: some expectations for things like goals, goals, Sure. are not the same as expectations right you can set a goal even a lofty goal sure and work your way towards it because a goal is
0: a measurable well, I think things like dream boards and um, gold charts and things like that are great Yes, These are things Josh and I do that um, we were just talking the other day he pulled up old goals that he had on his phone And we were reading them off and it was like, check, check, check. And these are goals from like five years ago where he wanted to be today. Yeah. And we were checking them off and it felt great. So it wasn't like an outlandish expectation. They were just things that we desire within a certain amount of time. Yes. And there is nothing wrong with it. I think that's great. It keeps us on track. Yes. But how can we let go of these outlandish expectations? A pastor friend of ours
1: coined this phrase and she's... In the process of unbecoming mm-hmm. it is unbecoming every expectation that someone had on me unbecoming all of the expectations that i put on myself that were not realistic mm-hmm. and whether that's you know your physical body or it's tasks that need to be done or it's your marriage or whatever i think we have to unbecome. Those things. Like, mm-hmm. take the pressure off. Maybe your kids need to wear non-matching jammies. I mean... To take the pressure <laughs> out of that. And consequently... Yes. It caused less arguments. My three-year-old came dancing out of his room the other day wearing pumpkins and...
0: And he Quite was honestly... So proud of himself. Stretchy, athletic, like... Sweet... Under way too small. Garments. Too
1: small. Really, really (laughs) small. But he was so happy. And he said, mommy, I picked this out myself. Does it look great?
0: Oh, yes. And
1: I said, baby, it looks amazing. You look so handsome. And he
0: beamed. And his joy uh, outweighed your expectation of what you thought it would look like or what you thought it should be. It was
1: such a lesson for me because I carry around so much anxiety I have struggled with anxiety since I was 18 yes. well really since I was a child mm-hmm. but it was it was assessed when I was 18 and a lot of that is because I put on myself yeah unrealistic expectations to be the perfect version of myself that everything is picture perfect why did my kids wear matching jammies every night they wore them because it was a more aesthetically pleasing to this picture perfect. Mind that I had
0: because well, it when, settled your anxiety absolutely for whatever reason, and that may have been that may have been doable with one child, and but now that you have three, there are some things that we have to let. I go just have of. to throw out the window. Yes, and so one of my major issues is a clean house. Yes, and so I grew up in a home that was show ready at any moment. So there was this outlandish expectation that I went into. When I bought a home with someone else, a messmaker, I mean, he is not specifically a messmaker, but someone who's not me and does the same things that I do. Right. So, I had these crazy expectations of what it would look like, and how you should put the toothpaste away, and how the towel should be folded. I mean, how many conversations do we have about how the towel should be folded? Or if the toilet paper goes this way or that that way. way. Yes, and it goes over the top, by the way. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, so some of these things over the years I've had to let go of, especially with having kids. When I leave Josh and the kids for a day, I have to tell myself that Josh does things very so hard, so hard that I will come home and there will probably be toys on the floor. Now, when I'm home with the kids, I'm literally cleaning all day long because number one, anxiety, because it just, it, it soothes me to see like a clear space. Um, but number two, that's just, that's something that's, that's, that's the one expectation. Of my expectation that I've set yes. of myself. So when I come home and he's been with the kids, He says, well, I clean up after the kids are done playing. Either they take a nap or go to bed. And that, and I'm like, what? What? No. Like, you have to clean all day. Just trying to, like, set that aside and realizing that people do things differently than you do. And just coming to grips with that. Especially in a marriage or, or, I mean, even in a workspace. Like, if you share a workspace with somebody, that has to be so difficult. I mean, I shared a, like, cubicle. With someone, you know, when I was in the business world pre-kids. And sharing a space with somebody else who does things totally to Man, it's like a roommate.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Or maybe it is your roommate. Maybe, maybe. that's... Maybe you're the, the woman listening to this with a the, with the roommate that comes in and leaves dishes in the sink uh-huh. or... Puts everything away, like, before you're done using it. Like, maybe (laughs) you're the person who sets the cup (laughs) on the counter. And before you can even come back to pick up your cup, that cup is gone. I do that to my husband all the time. Me, too. Guilty.
0: Yes. he said, where's my cup? Oh, it's in the dishwasher.
1: And he's like, I I wasn't wasn't done done. drinking yet. (laughs) I know. Like, it's just... You know, we have to unbecome
0: these things yes. because it is so ingrained in who we are. I think we have to just remind ourselves, like, what's realistic, what's appropriate. You know, like, our expectations of life, um, our day-to-day, yeah. you know? Like, what, what are we such in this rat race? What's our deadline? What are we such in this rat race about? Whether it's cleaning, whether it's um, money. Money. Or your perfect face.
1: Yes. or Yes. whatever thing your perfect body not that health is not of the utmost importance sure but what are you putting
0: so much pressure on because sometimes on. that can be very stressful in your body trying to meet these expectations and what are you what are you ruining by carrying these expectations
1: you know i remember when we were in the process of thinking about getting pregnant with our first and I was having an honest conversation with somebody and they were saying, you know, the more you worry about getting pregnant, the more you put pressure on your body to pre- perform um, a task that it was created to do, the more pressure you put on those things,
0: the more they don't want to I feel respond like that the could go way that the... they I mean, with Without anything it. weight loss. Yes. I mean, really anything. Yes. So, I mean, since I gave birth to A, I have been struggling with heart palpitations. And I mean, this is something that everybody knows. And so I was actually talking to Josh about this because I feel like these heart palpitations are causing my body extra stress, which causes irritation and irritability. And so I'm having to practice extra breathing techniques and okay. calming techniques because these ex- these um, palpitations are creating these issues for me. Yeah. What are some steps... That we can take to avoid expectation disappointments i think defining clearly what you want like because that
1: is a goal it's a measurable thing yeah and if it doesn't directly pertain to your measurable goal then it's
0: probably not necessary no i mean like did the dishes in the laundry defining clearly what you want this is my expectation Sometimes Josh will you know set expectations of me. We have a budget and we have we have shared a budget since we got married. and yeah. if you don't have a budget, I highly suggest you get a budget. But with that said, these are the expectations every month of our spending. yeah and so nobody's shocked. Nobody's surprised and so there's no argument. Yeah, you know, there you have X for this and X for that, and there is no more. Defining clear boundaries, what you want from yourself setting goals yeah and then what you expect from other people and just talking that out and what are they capable of doing what are they capable of giving because sometimes we expect too much and I think that sometimes we
1: don't even realize that we're putting the expectations on the other person yes I think that we have become so accustomed to our own pressures and our own expectations that we Just second nature, put them on someone else and don't think about what are they capable of? Yes. What is it that they know that I'm thinking? Because other people are not mind
0: readers. No.
1: And I know that this is completely elementary information, but it's so good to step back and think, if I have
0: an expectation of someone else, are they aware of that expectation? Most of the time, no. I think that I have lived with these expectations for so long that it's something that just kind of is for me. And therefore, I immediately expect that from someone else as well. Yes. Which is is not sometimes not doable. Yes. So, um, so defining clearly what you want. Um, I think thinking about setting your goals. Are they achievable? Are they realistic? Yeah. And so dream boards or goal charts are really good for that. Uh, what you think you're capable of or what you can reach in X amount of time. So write them down. Yes. Maybe you're not someone who will
1: make a dream board or you don't have a giant space in your house where you're going to write everything. But sit down with a piece of paper and just write out your goals. Write out the things that you
0: want out of yourself, out out of life, out of your your house, your your husband. husband. So setting the tone. I think we set the tone as, as women... As moms, um, yeah. as wives, we really set the tone in our home, in our workplace, and other people kind of just feed off the tone we set.
1: I think that one of the things that I am most aware of now that I am a mom is the saying, we are a product of our environment. Yes. And that is the environment that you came from, but it's also the environment that you are creating for anyone that comes after you. So if you're a mom... You're creating that environment. You are allowing those things to happen in your home. And you are teaching the other people in your home, whether they are little or big, what
0: right you're supposed to do. Well, they're going to mirror what we do. Absolutely. Because they want, they're want little people they want to be just like us. So setting the tone, so important. Um, and lastly, I think practicing gratitude. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that saying? Three... Uh, three gratitude sayings every morning when you wake up if you haven't
1: if you haven't read the book 1000 gifts mm-hmm. it completely changed the way I thought about gratitude mm-hmm. and the way that I viewed everyday things because I was so missing the good things because I was expecting the impossible yes and I was missing these everyday moments of Beautiful Things is by a a woman named Anne Voskamp. But if you haven't read it, read it. It will change your the way that you look.
0: At uh, gratitude and just your everyday life. Yes. And I read a quote the other day that said something to the effect of if we stop looking at other people's highlight reels, we'll begin to realize how amazing our reality is. That's so good. So good. If we can just put our blinders on and look at exactly what's in front of us, we'll see all the amazing blessings that are right there yeah. for the taking. Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, all of these things great great steps to take, great information. We want to hear what your expectations are of yourself, yeah. what your expectations are of other people, um, maybe possibly your disappointments. We all have disappointments and yeah. um, we can ha- walk with each other through those and try to figure those out. So reach out to us. Um, it's the Wild Sisterhood podcast on Instagram. Also, our email is thewildsisterhoodpc at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We are in this together. Yes. We created this to be a
1: sisterhood yes a place where you can do life together we can talk about our highs and our lows our in-betweens and we want to do it together so reach out we'd love to hear from you thanks for tuning in